BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. And we return to Our American Stories and our Halloween special. Up next, a story about a man in a hermetically sealed see-through coffin in Benton Harbor, Michigan. Here's our own Monty Montgomery with the story of a glass coffin, a robbery, and a local legend. The year is 1927. The place, Benton Harbor, Michigan. Home of the House of David, a religious colony led by Benjamin Purnell who preached that if you followed his message and gave all your worldly possessions to him, you would never die. Unfortunately for Ben, though, he contracted tuberculosis, which he died from. Here's Chris Seriano with what happened next. He didn't teach ever that he was going to die. So here he died. And it's, it was pandemonium. It was mass chaos at the House of David. So Benjamin, they kept wrapped in damp, warm towels for eight days, thinking that he was going to rise again. Finally, the Barron County coroner said, listen, it's been eight days. You either bury the guy or we're going to bury him. But luckily for the House of David, they had the Soviets to look towards for inspiration. Well, during that process of having him wrapped like that, they found out the process that uh, linen in Russia had been uh, used to embalm and put his body in a hermetically sealed glass coffin. That's what they did. And there, Ben Purnell sat for the next 60-some years in his hermetically sealed glass coffin, while his massive mansion decayed around him as the House of David dwindled in numbers due to their belief in celibacy. But in 1988, 
twice the house of David, Diamond House, got broke into. But the first time, that they ran quickly. The second time was not a good day. These kids, these four kids, had studied the movement of the House of David people. They had sat out in the woods. They were locals. They were in their backyard, basically. They figured out when the House of David people moved back and forth around the Diamond House. They came back on a particular day that they knew that there wasn't much movement, some one of the weekend days. They cut a hole in the roof of the Diamond House mansion where they dropped down and they spent the entire day stealing things. So vases, urns, statues, oil paintings from all over the world, these things came from the richest of rich people that joined. Those things disappeared. Well, one of the worst things that happened was they weren't satisfied with just items that were in the rest of the mansion. They wanted to see Ben because he's, that's a big, big, big part of our local history is him and his body being in there. And they found out that he was in his parlor. There's a stone wall that separates the catwalk from the Diamond House annex into his area. And it's got a big steel bank vault door on it. So there's no way you're getting through that door. And, the, and there's wire, electric wires, like shock wires from the door. So even if you touch the door, you're probably gonna go to heaven real quick or somewhere, right? So they went back, one of them was a contractor. They went back to his house, got a big ramming bar, and they rammed a hole through this stone wall. And they, they made it big enough where they could pull the rest of the rocks out and they could get their bodies through the hole. And they got into his parlor where his tomb is at. And I interviewed those people. They told me, Chris, when we got in there, it was like a Pharaoh's tomb. So around Ben's glass sealed coffin, which is, was up at an angle, were piles and piles of rings and diamonds and rubies and necklaces and vases. And it was like, what happened to the stuff when people came there? The, the beautiful things that they came there with. They couldn't have those anymore, right? They didn't know, they just had to give them away. Well, they were saved, a majority of them were saved in the Diamond House. So when he was buried, he was buried like a, like a pharaoh and, uh, and like a, an emperor. So they took some things off of that. But the sad thing was, is Ben, had a 22 karat diamond ring on his finger and a big, huge diamond filled uh, and ruby filled white gold custom made necklace from House of David Jewelers. They wanted those things bad and they took the pry bar, the ramming bar and pried this, the glass dome off of his coffin, which is hermetically sealed, can't be sealed again. But they, they, so they broke the ring off of his finger, broke his finger in the meantime and ripped the medallion off of his neck. Um, and the 22 karat diamond on his finger was one of the biggest in the world at the time. So they got away, they got away with that break-in. And it was advertised all over, everywhere, all over the country. It was a big deal. Finally, the I interviewed 
the state police officer at my museum one day and he said, Chris, I'm the one that made the arrest. And I said, tell me about it. And he said, we had, we had pictures. The House of David had, people had pictures of all these things that were in the diamond house. And, and he said, we're, me and my partner driving through Benton Heights, which is a rough part of Dodge in this area. And uh, we look over and in front of this trailer is this little nickel plated parlor stove with flowers growing out of it. That was it, right? So they walked up to the door, knocked on the door, and a lady answered and, and uh, said, ma'am, we love that stove that you have out there. Can you tell us where you, where we can get something like that? And she said, well, my ex gave it to me for some gift, but he doesn't live here anymore, but here's his name and phone number. Bam! He gets busted, he's got loose lips, they all go, to, they all go down, right? So, come to find out, and both the people that did the job, did the stealing, and the police officer told me that what happened was because there was such a massive amount of things, because it was so written about in the media, they were afraid to sell up everything. So they took everything and divided it equally amongst them, and then they would take it and hide it. One hid it like in the upstairs of his barn. The other guy hid it in a storage area in his basement. The lady hit it, Clawson lady hit it underneath her wrap around her mobile home. None of them sold anything. They, so they got all that stuff back, except the 22 karat diamond ring, which McCoy brothers appraised at like two and a half million dollars, and the giant medallion, which was appraised at over a half a million dollars. They found out that those kids took those to the south side of Chicago and sold them to a uh, jewelry dealer there, like a swap guy, for 12,000 cash. And then he, back then you didn't have to have anybody's driver's license, you didn't have to ask questions, you just bought stuff and sold stuff. So he had taken the diamond and out and sold it to a diamond buying place in London for like 60,000. Supposedly they chopped it up and sold it off differently so it wouldn't be detected. But that that's all gone now. The scariest thing was the girl that told me the story. She came in my museum twice, two days in a row, spent hours without saying one word. And finally, uh, I went up to her, my mom and I were there, and I said, you seem really fascinated by this story. Can, can you tell me why? And she said, do you want to know? And I said, yeah, I do want to know. And she said, I'm the one that broke into Diamond House. And I was like, oh my gosh. I mean, th this is all my stuff is right here in front of her. And she was capable of getting into this place. So she went on to tell me the whole story. The whole, all the details, it was so good. I should have filmed her, but she was a mammoth girl. She probably have killed me. But in the end, she said, Chris, you know what? I would do it again right now. She says the best high I ever had in my life. <laughs> I'm thinking, I can't buy a good enough security system at this point. <laughs> and it's a big country, my mom used to always tell me as a kid, explaining the unexplainable to me, and the fun, and the weird. And my goodness, this is both fun and weird. And as hard as these guys and this one sort of cult leader 
tried to talk about his eternal life and everyone else's. Well, a little something happened. He died. And everybody else was going to die, too. The story of a strange, almost little cult in Benton Harbor, Michigan. The House of David, here on Our American Story. presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 live march 20th from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring a performance by john batiste the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 is an suv designed to help every passenger feel just right be the first to see it march 20th at 7 p.m eastern only on iHeartRadio's youtube channel save the date at new-qx80.com don't miss it 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free... Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 